0: I don't even have a good intro for you guys today, all written down. Um, just, I'm, I'm just, I'm annoyed at the Mets and their players. I don't even know the organization, but just like the team and the vibes. Um, I'm Steve Armato, back with Steve Inman on Daily Dingers. Steve. First of all, that was terrible last night. Let's just get let's just get this out of the way. That was a horrible loss.
1: We've had horrible losses for 2 months, Steve, my friend. It's it's not getting any better. You know, the blame game is going around now and I don't think things are going to improve anytime soon.
0: No. So, all right. This is one thing I would like to discuss. Okay. I'm I'm actually sick of it. I'm sick of this, okay? I'm sick of these guys now talking about how their feelings are getting hurt that they're getting booted home here's my thing first of all this is new york you know who else got booted home especially when he first came to the mets mike piazza got booted home he didn't complain he went out and he performed this is new york these are your options your options are get a hit with runners in scoring position like just one time or go play for baltimore like, I'm, I'm sick of hearing about this. I'm sick of hearing about, oh, the fans, we, we do, we, we get upset when they boo us at home. They're supposed to be our fans. You know why they're booing you? They're booing you because you're not performing, because you stink, okay? That's why they're booing you. When you do well, they will support you. But when you stink, they're going to let you know about it. You're a professional. Act like a professional.
1: Steve, I totally get it. It makes sense. I mean, if I'm at the game, I paid money to go to the game and they're just 0 for 11 or whatever with runners in scoring position, that makes me upset. But it's clear that this team and many teams in baseball do not like it to get booed. And best case scenario is what? When you boo a player it it fuels them. But how many, what percentage of players in today's era does it fuel them? 10%, 5%? So, all you're really doing is best-case scenario is they're blocking it out. But most likely, it is hurting this team in a negative way. So if you want this team to succeed, the boos have to be limited, unfortunately. And I know it sounds soft. It's, it's very soft. I understand that, but at the same time, it's very clear it's affecting this team in a negative way. So if you want them to turn this thing around, it might not be time to boo.
0: If you are effect- – if boos are affecting – you that much? You're never right. winning. A, you're never winning a championship. Maybe you're not. You're not winning a championship. If if you're mentally, if you are mentally that soft, you're not winning a championship. Ask the Astros well, about. Ask the Astros about getting booed everywhere they go. Everywhere they go.
1: Everywhere well, they, they go. won the champ. They won the championship first, so they have that confidence. You can't really lose the confidence from booze after winning a championship, right? right. So. Exactly. I just am in the belief that this is your team, not just this year, but for a while. Like you said, ship them to Baltimore. For the most part, this team is staying the same. It's a $210 million payroll now. You're talking about baseball potentially trying to lower that luxury tax to like 180, right? So like, it seems like best case scenario is it stays around that number. So you're not going to spend... Are you going to spend $70 million over this luxury tax? he you been spend $80 million over this luxury tax? We've talked about it before, Steve. Every starting pitcher they have is a question mark next year. You know, you, you got to fix the bullpen. There's the outfield, right? Like all of those things under $300 million is going to be a miracle. So I don't see them swapping out six of these position players as well as doing all that. Then they're going to stink again.
0: Because look, if you look like this is, here's the thing. They're a mediocre baseball team so i yeah. know everyone like look everybody there were people a lot of people the only thing that, that annoyed me last night was people getting on alonzo like on twitter and stuff at the end of the game look he's the only guy on the team that's hit all year that's so, the point so, that's so what I'm, I'm saying so i'm gonna cut him some slack on that okay so outside of alonzo this team what do they not have any of no power no power no clutch hitting they don't get hits when guys get on base. They do not even. They. It's like it's the worst thing to see. I'd rather them have nobody on and try to hit solo home runs at this point because they get the two guys on and they're out of the. They they're out of the inning. They were. This was like a week ago. They were like ten for the last like seventy one with runners in scoring position, and that's definitely gotten worse. But but Steve, that's like what I'm saying. Like, it's a mental thing. It's
1: clearly a mental thing because if you look at the back of these baseball cards you know, they've all had 25, 30 homer seasons. These are not just rookie scrubs. Like Conforto's had monster years. McNeil's had monster years. Dom had a great year last year. And like, this is not a happy, fun baseball kind of thing. It's, uh, they've done this with this current baseball. So I clearly think the booing and the, the poor, you know, social media and stuff like that, I think it's affecting this team. And yes, they have to get mentally tougher. There's no way around that for sure. But until that happens, booing them is only gonna make things
0: worse see here's what here's why I, I, I disagree with the the whole thing because th- this is what they're doing this is what they've done for the last like however many weeks we know that they've been losing baseball games We know that they've looked awful but when you have guys th- who are I don't even know what they're trying to do they go to press conferences and they give you this like false, they, they give you these things that they don't even sound like they believe. Oh, we got this. Don't worry about it. We got this. We believe in this. Do you really, like, the things you're saying, You, don't, I don't even believe you. Like, I know that you don't believe you. What Like, I know you're trying to, like, do this whole positive vibe thing, but let's be realistic. The only guy who said anything realistic in the past, like, month has been Lindor. When they asked him about- When he what, said he stunk. When, when right like he, the only guy that's been realistic about anything is Lindor who needs to be a leader in this team And he was right. He said we've stunk all year. We haven't hit all year. So we had it's not anything new Yeah, nobody's complaining about Francisco Lindor's defense. Nobody's complaining about his base running. Nobody's complaining about his leadership The only complaint has been like he hasn't hit but nobody's hit except a Al- lot and Alonzo's hit but Don't stand up there after you've been awful and give us like Pete. I love I love Pete, all right? I he's he's probably my favorite met, but don't stand up there and give me this give me this whole like ruse that I know you don't even believe what you're saying about how you guys are going to be okay. You went from you went from four games up to seven back in like 3 weeks.
1: I mean, again, he's trying to be a leader on this team too, and maybe he's trying to convince himself before convincing the team before convincing the fans that they could get this going. And like, I don't believe it's a good idea for them all to basically come out and be like, yeah, we suck. Like it might make sense for Lindor to say it because he's kind of partially blaming himself, but for like Pete to come out and be like, yeah, I suck. The team sucks. Like, I don't think that's productive. I don't think that helps. And the bottom line is I just think mentally they're just not in the right spot. And I think it might be a, take the year, take the off season to
0: reset and fix this. I think the mindset needs to change on instead of saying, we got this, we yeah. got this, that, the other thing we're going to, why can't I just say, you know what? We're going to figure out what we need to do to get better. We're going to go, you know, maybe study some pictures or do this, do that. Okay. We're going to figure it out. Not, we got this. Don't worry about it. Like what is this like false sense of, Security or whatever it is, like that, I don't think that helps either. I think it's all right, we own it. We haven't been good. We own this. We're going to figure out what it takes to get better. That's it. Like, you can leave it at that. Like, look, at the end of the day, they know they've stunk, they know they're hearing it from a lot of places, but like, don't give us this like – the thing that I that's – I don't know why it, it's bothering me. It's like this happy-go-lucky, we're all friends, we all love each other, we're all eating cookies with Steve Gelbs on social media. There's like,
1: just no way for this to sound good when you're losing this many games. It's as right. simple as that. Right. right. There's no way for this to be good. No matter what they say. If, if Pete Alonso came out and be like, all right, we're going to change things up. We're going to start looking at different film. We're going to do this and this, this. And then all of a sudden a week goes by and they're one in six and they haven't hit at all. We'd be killing them for that too. So the bottom line is they just have to start hitting. It doesn't really matter what they're saying. It doesn't really matter what they're doing. Get off social media. That's also a thing. Just get out of there. Steve Cohen, get off there. The players get out of there. It's a cesspool of poison for them right now, and there's no reason to just inhale that right now.
0: I don't get it. No. Also, like, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, if I'm a player, in season, I'm off social. When things are going bad. Not even when things are going bad. Just if I'm in season, I'm off social. Like, the focus is on the season. I'm a professional. That's it. Because the only bad things can happen. When you blow right. on social media. And games. I get
1: it. They're young guys. Like Pete Alonso makes 500 grand. He probably can make pretty good endorsements, you know, creating a social media profile for himself. But at the same time, when you blow the game, you know, basically at the end of the game, not that it's his fault. They had plenty of other chances, but that's not a day to be on social media. No. Just, just, and put I the just phone I, away.
0: I just think, I honestly just think, like, if, look, uh, like I'll go back to it. If, if, if you don't want to get booed for performing poorly, like just go play in Colorado or Baltimore, like just not in New York. Right. Some guys it's, aren't it's cut just... out in New York. Go ask Yankee, go ask Joey Gallo about the booing. Yankee fans want to ship this guy. I, I'm gonna say it's like Yankee fans already want to ship this guy back to Timbuktu because he strikes out too much apparently, which you knew about, but that, but like that's you know the I mean? funniest like,
1: storyline to me that they just didn't know. Oh, yeah, like they, like, they didn't, didn't know. know.
0: They didn't know he strikes out forty percent
1: of the time. What do you mean you didn't he know? Everybody that knows. Javi Baez. like, the, that, like that, that that Instagram that was going around the other day of him missing a pitch by like five feet.
0: And oh, I was yeah, like oh I my was,
1: god, I can't believe this.
0: Like, yeah, what I do was, you like, mean? I saw that. I saw that. Uh, I saw that on Twitter, and I was like, can he see? Like, what's going? He hit two hundred five last. He hit two hundred five last year. He hit two hundred five of the Met.
1: Like, what did you guys expect? And I think at the end of the day. They have to find a way to add contact guys to this lineup. Nick Castellanos, Starlin Marte, you put those two guys in the outfield to complement a Lindor and a McNeil and an Alonzo, and I think that's a pretty decent team.
0: Let me tell you. Let me I'm tell
1: curious you to season. hear, because you're going to hear this the second the season ends. Oh, Dom dealt with four injuries. It was, am- it was an incredible, a miracle that he was able to even be on the field. McNeil had all these injuries. It's crazy that he was even able to gut it out. You're going to hear so many of those things to try to give optimism for next year, and it's going to be up to the team to tell what's BS and what's real. Because I'm sure there are some guys who are having bad years because of injuries we don't know about, but it can't be all of
0: them. No, it can't be everybody. Like, if Conforto's on the team next year, I'm probably going to quit. I've fandom. Um has been my nice, awesome <laughs> no, I'm we've dealt with so much we dealt with jason bay my friend you know
1: jason True. bay got booed he hit a ball against mariano rivera hit the half he couldn't hit a ball any better and he hit it against the wall and he's looking at himself like oh my god this is over like and it was like two months into a four-year deal and he was never the same he got booed constantly and that yeah, did he not stung. help him at all
0: he stopped that was like the worst signing in mets history right there
1: yeah and that was that was bad Conforto is a better player than that, obviously. But like, if Conforto comes back, it's going to be on a one-year, twelve million-dollar deal or the qualifying offer. And at somebody, that point,
0: somebody yeah. else should give him, somebody else should give him that deal. Just saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Okay. Let's let's you know what. Let's get off. My blood pressure is not good. No, I so get it. I get it. Let's let's move. It's frustrating. It's terrible. All right. Today's best bets. It is, what is today? It, it's Thursday. It's August 26th. A lot of day baseball. Uh Best bets, Steve. What do you got here? So we're going back to the Met theme. Giants-Mets under eight and a half
1: runs, minus 115 on points bet. We all know the Mets can't hit a lick. I'm not sure why this one is this many runs. Um, seven of the last eight Met games have been under eight and a half runs. I just don't get why this one's as high as it is.
0: I'm with you there. That's like, the Mets- they were. There was a point. This is this is over a month ago. So this is old info. Although the number is probably better now. They were like sixty percent of their games. I think were under seven and a half at a point.
1: This is eight and a half too. you so even better. You got yeah. you
0: got a full run to work with there. Love it. So I mean, I, I'm with you there. They they they're not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna score. We we know this. Um, who's pitching for the Mets today? By the
1: way, Carrasco.
0: Oh, that's that. See, that could be bad because he could give up nine in like the first three. But, no, but they,
1: they'll never leave him out there to to do that. Like, no, he gets in trouble. They're taking him out after two and a third.
0: The thing is, like Carrasco was supposed to be like a horse too, and now like he hasn't been very
1: Who knows if he's healthy? I know. That's it's the problem. Tough. It's tough.
0: All right. I'm doing, I'm going, I'm going to go to the AL. We're going to get off this NL negativity, mainly the Mets. Um, I go over the AL. I'm doing White Sox money line against the Blue Jays, minus 105. So White Sox, they're actually a minus money underdog here. Um, I just think they're better than the Blue Jays. I don't think Ryu's been like the ace that he's been in the past this year. I feel like he's been up and down and better lineups have actually gotten the better of him. Um, Rodon hasn't been what he was early in the year lately, but he still strikes out a lot of guys. And the Jays have been cold over the last like week or so. So I'm taking the team that I think has the better offense. I'm taking the team that I think has the better starting pitcher. So just give me the White Sox on the road, full game, minus 105.
1: I definitely agree that they have the better offense. I definitely agree they have the better starting pitcher. But at the same time, Rodon is coming off the IL. This is his first start. How long will he go in that game? And also the, the, the Blue Jays is mash lefties. You see George Springer, Bachette, you know, all these kind of guys, Flatty. it's going to be tough. But if Rodon is Rodon the way he was in the first couple months, I think you could win this one.
0: Yeah, I think I just I feel like I feel like this is a spot where I don't know, man. I just I'm not a believer in the Blue Jays like fully. I think the White Sox are actually very, very good. Um and I just think I think better teams win series. So the series is one one, and I think the White Sox are a better team and they'll win the series. That's how I
1: feel. There you go. Simple All as that. Right. I
0: got Let, one more lock. Let's go. Let's go, hear it. I'm going to go with the Cardinals minus
1: one and a half at minus 105. Miles Mikolas back. They're facing the Pirates and Mitch Keller. We've talked on this show before that Matt Moore might be the worst starting pitcher in baseball. Well, if he is, Mitch Keller is the worst right-handed starting pitcher in baseball. He has 635 ERA on the year. He's coming off his best outing of the year. Five scoreless innings against these Cardinals. I always believe that, you know, second time through you see a guy like that quickly in a week, advantage the hitters. And so I really believe the Cardinals are going to hit him hard. And I, I love the Cardinals in this one.
0: I mean, I can't. Disagree. The Pirates are awful. The Pirates are all- god awful. So I can't disagree with you there. Um, and the minus one and a half is just better odds for you than the money line. So yeah. I'm in agreement there. That's, that's definitely a lot. I'm going, let's move underdogs. I'm doing here, this is horrible. I don't really love the underdogs today. I was thinking about doing, so here, I was originally thinking about doing the Rangers against the Indians because the Indian starter has like a seven and a half ERA. And then I looked at the Rangers stats over the last 30 days against lefties. And basically, if you just have a left arm and know how to throw a baseball a little bit, you could get them out. So I stayed away. And then I didn't really love any of the other lines, but this one caught my eye a little bit. Uh, Nat's Moneyline. So they're playing the Marlins. They're plus 105. Like, this is the epitome of bad baseball, which is fine. Um, I don't even know who the starting pitcher is for the Marlins tonight, and I know that Pat Corbin, like, I know who it is. I just never heard of him, so it's whatever. And I know Matt Corbin, Matt Corbin, Pat Corbin has been the definition of mediocre this year, but... They're plus one hundred and five against a team that I actually think they're slightly better than, and it's not like a huge dog. So hesitantly, I will go with the Nats here, just based on the line, like Patrick Corbin's pitching. Like they should be probably be like in the plus one hundred and twenty, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, Nats money line plus one hundred and five. That's my only dog. I'm not. I'm not happy about it, but that's what I feel like.
1: Yeah, I definitely like that one. You know. Corbin in that big ballpark. I think that could work out, and the Marlins don't hit either. So betting against teams that don't hit makes sense to me. Uh, Unfortunately, my last pick on the Mets here, underdog, Giants minus one and a half runs, plus 140 to win win at Citi Field to get this sweep. I don't get why it's plus 140. I hate betting against my team. You hate betting against your team. But the odds to me are just too good to uh, prevent it. And unfortunately, we're kicking a dead dog here, but we're going to have to do it.
0: Yeah, they, I mean, they stink. What are you going to do? I mean, Giants will win by three. It'll be like 4-1 tonight.
1: Uh, yeah, I was thinking 4-5-1.
0: Yeah, four I think 4-1 gets it done, and that's it. I mean, the fork's already in the Mets season. So, you know, people talk about – I mean, Rojas made a terrible decision last night. But, like, it, if you're not going anywhere, just let him play out the season fire him at the end of it if you really want to get rid of him. Yeah, they're not fired. I don't think, I mean, I don't think, it, I don't think it's going to matter because he can't pitch and he can't hit with runners in scoring position. So, it's not – I'm like not that. sure they're even going to fire him after the season. No. I, I don't think the players like him and he doesn't make the lineups. We know. Right. So exactly. Get, get rid of the GM and, and bring.
1: I want if they a, get rid of the GM. They're getting rid of the manager.
0: That's true. But I would like a I president. Think they're
1: both staying another year.
0: I would like a president of baseball operations. Whose name rhymes with Leo Bepstein. Okay. That would so be
1: electric. That, that would be. be, I mean, think about how sad Mets fans are right now Like you just flip it on its heel. How excited it, we'd be.
0: I'd get a tramp stamp of his face on me tattoo. Like, get, that, that's how happy I'd be. So, all right, that brings us to our daily dinger. What do you got going yard today?
1: I'm going Hunter Renfro versus the Twins at plus 400. Renfro has been as hot in a month as he's been in his entire major league career. 10 home runs in August. He's
0: facing John Gant,
1: who I don't expect to keep home runs in the ballpark tonight. Let's go with uh, let's go with Renfro.
0: John Gant, I like that a lot, by the way. Uh, John Gantt is, like, the worst type of starting pitcher that you could have because he puts a lot of guys on base. Yeah. He just walks guys, and then he just gives up home runs. So, like, that's not a good recipe. So, Hunter Renfro, I like that. Um, I'm going with um, – I mentioned him earlier. His name is Joey Gallo. So, uh, he's plus 350 against uh, the A's tonight. Like I said, Yankee fans already want to ship this guy back to Texas because he's exactly what they traded for, a guy who strikes out a ton and hits a home run every now and then. But tonight, I like him a lot. He's got great numbers against Kaprilian. Um He only has seven at-bats, but he has four hits, and three of those hits are home runs. And this is the amazing part. He's only struck out once, which like, seven at-bats, only striking out once for Gallo is a major accomplishment because... This guy whiffs like he's blindfolded swinging out a pinata like 40% of the time. I think you could look that up. Um, so I'll take the plus 350. Um, he has the power to get it out of anywhere. Oakland doesn't scare me. Um, let's go, Joey Gallo.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm never going to bet against a power hitter hitting a home run, right? It's funny because Gallo actually leads the AL in walks and strikeouts. Yep. So he's literally that, you know, prototypical hitter who homers, walks, strikes out, nothing else. And- he's basically Adam Dunn. And those guys just drive me crazy. I can't. I can't have those guys on my team. It seems like we have one right now in Javi Baez, but except for the walking part, not the
0: walking part, and the home run part, yeah, yeah, and the staying healthy part. It's just we have uh, we have a we have a. Here's what we have. We have a like a a lesser brand alcohol version. So like instead of uh, instead of Grey Goose, we have like Sky Vodka. That's what we got. (laughs) So that's what Javi Baez is. He's Sky Vodka. That's like expired. Yeah. Even though vodka like can't expire. No, no. Or even worse than that, maybe he's like he's like uh Georgie or something like that. That's, <laughs> that's, oh boy. That definitely doesn't expire. So all right. No. Who's your nerfy today before we get out of here? I'm going
1: with Yankees, A's minus one ten. Tyone Caprillion. Caprillion's been really good this year. Breakout season for him, obviously. And Tyone has been one of the better pitchers in the American League for the last, you know, two plus months. He looked like a DFA candidate, you know, in May and June, right? And he's been unbelievable in that big ballpark in Oakland. I really like this one.
0: All right, I'm a fan of that. Um, and that's really it. I know you got some travel going on this weekend. So. Yeah. Going A close busy. friend
1: is getting uh, married in San Fran, heading over there uh, Friday morning.
0: Perfect. That sounds great. And while you're in the air, I'll be parlay Fridaying with somebody. Um, I don't know yet. I think we might get Katie Mox on, but we'll, we'll nice. see. Um, so, all right. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. That is your Mets rant slash best bets for Thursday, August 26th. For Steve Inman, I'm Steve Armato, and we will see you tomorrow.